Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey there, Fancy Face, a.k.a. Doug Mellard. Hey there, buddy boy, a.k.a. Doug Benson. (laughs) (laughs) I like putting you on the spot, having you come up with more descriptive words. (laughs) Like buddy uh, boy? To match what I did for you. Yeah, and you even uh, went alliterative as well. (laughs) Nailed it. So, yeah, from Fancy Free, or Fancy Face, rather, to buddy boy, uh, how's it going? Fantastic. Is it hot enough for you? Oh, God. I'm, I'm, we're dying. Everybody's dying in Texas. That's <laughs> going to be my first question for our guests, too, because it's just really, it's just a great way to start a conversation. <laughs> the planet is on fire, and I just like to be chipper about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard, um, too. <laughs> our guest today is a very funny comedian out of Denver, so maybe it's not so as hot there. Uh, probably so. still, probably is though. Uh, and his name is Adam Caton Holland. Whoa, That's boy. right. We got a hyphenated name, buddy. Oh boy, might be might an be extra long. Might be extra long episode. <laughs> <laughs> a two-parter. Yeah. So let's go to work. Hello, Adam Caton Holland. Is it hot enough for you? Oh, boy, howdy, Doug. It is. It's coming in <laughs> around 97 degrees right now. Oh, oh Denver. Yeah. Oh, man. This is, I, I mean, I'm joking around about it, but uh, holy crap. The, the planet is burning, and uh, yeah. we got to enjoy it while we can. Uh, how warm is it in Texas today, Doug? Oh, I haven't looked, but I assume over a hundred. Oh, ninety-six. <laughs> oh, okay. Cold front guys. Wow. <laughs> you and the day to Adam celebrate. are uh, your weather twins right now. You're about the same yeah. temp. Uh, totally. It's a little, little cooler here in Southern California. It's been the weirdest uh, thing watching uh, record heat happen everywhere across the country, and we're just sort of getting our normal summer here. Um, but enough about the weather that's not what we're here to talk about first of all kind of why i came 
Oh well, I'm glad I'm glad we got a little in there for you, so you won't go away totally disappointed. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and it might come up again during the convo because I do tend to go back to it. Uh, okay, I'll be ready. You know, I'll whenever the opportunity presents itself. You know, you reach a certain age, and weather becomes the most interesting topic, and then we have <laughs> all this crazy weather on top of it. Like my grandparents would talk about the weather endlessly back when we weren't even concerned about the weather, you know, yeah. <laughs> we weren't concerned about dying from it. Uh, they would yeah, still talk, talk about, about nice, it constantly. nice breezes. You're like, okay, this is very quaint. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So you can't sit on a balcony with an old person and not hear about uh, exactly what it feels like. Um, but uh, how are you is a better question to ask. I'm great. I'm, I'm in the, in the Doug Benson universe. I'm always thrilled to be here. Well, that's good. That's good that uh, uh, you're happy to participate today. You Because course... it's going to be a rough one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are going to tear you a new one. I mean, it's an, it's an Adam versus two Dougs. I do feel a little bit boxed in. <laughs> right. Well, you know, we always uh, double team all of our guests and, um, you know, it's a pretty gentle process. Um, it's about names. We talk about names. So the first name I want to ask you about, uh, also by way of letting people know more about what you do, sure. uh, you're you're a member of a comedy outfit. Is that a good word for it? A comedy outfit? <laughs> <laughs> we call ourselves a gang. We're a, a comedy gang. gang. A comedy yeah. uh, posse. Yeah, comedy, we rough up other comedy gangs. <laughs> comedy crew. It's your crew. Yeah, it's my crew. It's my comedy it's crew. Your, it's your it's your most chill slack mob. It's my um, skit partners. <laughs> <laughs> good old skit partners. That does not mean that they make love to each other. No, Maybe they no. do in the skits but right. not in real life. Right. Uh, but this group that you've uh, become a member of, uh, possibly even started, I don't know the exact uh, origins. That's why I'm yeah. asking. Uh, it's called the Growlix. That's right. That's right. I, uh, I did start it, but prior to that, we were, we had other shows going on, but then we kind of boiled it down to myself and Ben Roy and Andrew Orbidal. And we went on to have a show called those who can't, which we're very proud of. And we currently have a podcast called the Growlix saves the world. But we became the Grolix, and I'll tell you that is in a in a comic strip when you see a swear word and they can't print that swear word, they do a an asterisk or an ampersand exclamation point, and that is referred to as a Grolix. Whoa! So I learned that <laughs> one day, and I was like, "That's fucking perfect." And we just became that, and now no one knows who we are or how to spell it or say it and can't really find us <laughs> on anything. It was the perfect choice for a name for a group. <laughs> well, what do they call it? I always think, in my mind, I flash on, what's the word for when, like, a bar, uh, especially in a college town, has, like, to go big to go jugs of uh, of booze? Oh, don't a, they call a, growler, a growler. A growler. Close. That's, that's a growler. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, for we're, some we're, reason when I hear Grolix, I think, oh, that's must be like the male and female version of Growler. Somebody yeah, else told something. me they, they always hear Grovlox, which is like smoked fish on a bagel. <laughs> so right. I, yeah. yeah I could we're an that. old Jewish trio <laughs> out of out of upstate New York and, and we do mostly vaudeville skits and bits. 
<laughs> I feel like I'm finally ready to go on Jeopardy now that I know that a series of symbols instead of a dirty word is called a Grolix. Well, that we is... like to say it's obscure and pretentious, just like us. Yeah. But, you know, like I've named a lot of things in my life where people go, why is it called that? I can't, I'm not, when I tell them, they don't have a new piece of information that they can share and enjoy uh, like that one. Cause I know you're still going to have to explain what it is, but it's still nice to go, Oh, look at that growlix. And then when somebody's like, what are you talking about? Go then asterisk and exclamation point and you know, uh, pound sign and another thing. <laughs> also that's it's the thing is they used to like those things used to be crowded with symbols that we use more regularly these days like the at symbol you can't really use because then then twitter will think you're trying to put somebody's handle or a hashtag or hashtag yeah you can't really use right. that either. yeah you can't use those in those anymore so you got to really get uh, creative i guess and a lot of people like to just do like some sort of asterisk or dash just for the like the vowels in the swear words which really amuses me because i mean i don't want to raise a kid that doesn't doesn't see f blank ck and know that it what that is for real because <laughs> it, can't be, it can't be any other word right <laughs> i mean it's i don't know it like... can be <laughs> Sometimes those Beetle Bailey guys are just like, shit. I, I feel like they're yelling shit a lot in Beetle Bailey. <laughs> I think they are. Yeah. I think when you're in the, uh, but they're never in the, in, what do they call it in the muck? They're never in the soup. No. They're yeah, never, exactly. They're never out there in the, uh, uh, in the fields. <laughs> and they just get annihilated. It's like the ending of Das Boot or something. Like all the Beetle Bailey guys are just toast. Ends with their funerals. They're just in the same squadron with uh, that, uh, you know, Gomer pilot, full metal jacket. <laughs> oh, man. Just <laughs> draped, draped coffins coming home at the end of Beetle Bailey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, now that we got to the bottom of this Growlix mystery, uh, let's talk about your name. One part of it at a time. Looks right. like we got, we got a four-parter here. Uh, so let's dig in or dug okay. in, if you will. Uh, growing up, start with the first name. Growing up, Adam. Just yes. Isolate the name Adam. Don't think about the rest of your name. Just on its own merits, just Adam. How how was that for you? It it was fine. I never disliked it. We weren't religious in any way, so I didn't even know until I was like. 14 or something that Adam was the first man and like, or the context of Adam and Eve. So I didn't really have any grandiosity around it. Cause I never had picked up a Bible in my life. So, so to me, Adam was just a name. Nobody made fun of it. People would say, madam, I'm Adam. It's a palindrome. I, I always, I was always cool with Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not, you know, palindromes are fun to learn about. And uh, so you're like, you know, bringing that fun everywhere you go with that name. And it's, it's not short for anything, right? It's just Adam. It's just pure Adam. I mean, I didn't love it. Like I was, you know, I was born in 1980 and for some reason, maybe Jason Bateman, but I always thought Jason was the coolest name you could have back then. So I think if I had, <laughs> if I had to choose, I kind of, I wished I was a Jason when I was a kid. So I, I didn't. Right. I, I guess I wasn't entirely comfortable being an Adam if I was thinking about 
how cool it would be to be a Jason. <laughs> yeah, specifically but you still, Jason. Uh, you were still going to keep it uh, biblical. Yeah, I mean, again, I don't really know. <laughs> I still haven't read a lot of the Bible. <laughs> I mean, you might have been thinking about the Argonauts, but uh, oh, I believe, sure, I sure, believe sure. Jason was in the Bible as well. I think I Doug, is, Doug is one of the few names you won't find in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> or anywhere. <laughs> Just in commercials with the emus. Can't find it in any literature, especially of, of the religious sort. Although, you know, maybe there's some <laughs> Dougs in high up in Scientology or uh, yeah. there's probably some Dougs in, in, in the Mormon world. I would imagine. I bet you, I bet you there's a lot of Mormon Dougs. It feels like a yeah. wholesome, wholesome Mormon name. It does. Can you imagine like a Hemingway book with the lead male, a guy named Doug? <laughs> <laughs> Have you um, ever gone out with someone named Eve, Adam? No, I never have, but it's definitely been anytime I've ever met an Eve, there's immediate flirtation. They're like, it's oh, a real icebreaker. Yeah, it is. A, it's a huge icebreaker that I've never really parlayed into dating, but it definitely is a moment. Anytime an Adam meets an Eve. Right. Um, and it crosses yeah. all it crosses all age groups. I think I think if you meet an old lady or a baby named Eve, the same jokes will start flying for sure. <laughs> There'll be like rib jokes. It's definitely a, a moment. It's a pause. Like everything slows down for a second when an Adam, <laughs> when an Adam meets an Eve. <laughs> it's like the Matrix or something. It's got like a. You can uh, you can slip in and out of the time it takes for that to settle in with everybody. The camera moves a full three sixty. It crosses the the, <laughs> the axis. <laughs> well, now we're going to get into the biggest mystery uh, of your name to to all of us that know you as Adam Caton Holland, and that's uh, what middle name are we dealing with here? Boy, you're going to really, you guys are going to have a field day. Okay. My, <laughs> my middle name is Lauren, Adam, Lauren, Caton Holland, but it's not the masculine spelling of Lauren. It's L A U R E N. So I'm Adam, Lauren, Caton Holland. That's my middle wow. name. Wow. I mean, yeah. I couldn't have met. I mean, I was thinking maybe the only way to make your name more snooty sounding <laughs> would, would be with like a Leslie or Marion as your middle name. Oh my God. And then, and then it turns out it's Lauren. That is Lauren. That is an amazing middle name. Yeah. It's, it's my middle name. And uh, <laughs> my, my uh, grandfather was named L Lauren Griffin Caton. My uncle is named Lauren Griffin Caton Jr. My cousin is Lauren Griffin Caton the third. And so there's been a line of Laurens in my family. They're, they're Southern. And my mom's like in the South, Lauren is a man's name, even spelled that way. And then I've grown up and I'm like, no, that's not true at all. I've been to the South a bunch. I've never met another Lauren spelled this way. And my uncle and my cousin are like, yeah, we just get mocked all the time. People thought we were girls growing up when they read the name in a class <laughs> list. And so, yeah, that's, but, but my mom wanted to get it in, into my name somewhere. So there it is. 
What kind of shitty teachers reading off middle names, especially ones that are going to embarrass the uh, the kids? There's, there's got to be well, some Lauren, Lauren's their first name. Lauren is those guys. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, my cousin God. goes by Griffin. He just ditched it. He's like, fuck it. I'm Griffin. <laughs> and that's a cool name. Yeah. <laughs> if I were their teacher, I would just call, you know, I would just go with Larry or something, you know, but like, yeah. It is funny that you add a C and an E, and it does become Lawrence. Lawrence. But it's not short for that. Nope, not at all. Wow, but that's really something. <laughs> I liked your first takes on my middle name, so maybe I should just become Lawrence, because Lawrence is definitely in keeping with the fancy-schmancy sound of Adam Caden Holland. Adam you should Lawrence. definitely, uh, yeah, you should definitely like pay the fee and wait in a line and uh, go through the process of legally changing your middle name. If uh, I do that, to Lawrence. then I'm going <laughs> to be Adam Polo Ralph Loren Caden Holland. Yeah, I mean, is there a <laughs> limit to the number of names you can give yourself when you I do go it. in there, go in there and have your name legally changed? I guess a judge could say, "Hey, man." <laughs> what are you doing with all these names? Listen, dude, I'm just, I'm just really bored. I always wanted to be a comic, but I don't have the balls to get on stage, so I'm doing this. Yeah, give me this one thing where I, you know, I've rebelled, and just yeah. give me, let me have twenty names. What, what do you care? I'm paying the fees. I'm going about it the right way. Just let me keep doing this. Yeah, just in case <laughs> names are a currency in the apocalypse. I mean, be ready. I've heard, I've heard stranger things, Doug. I've heard stranger <laughs> things. <laughs> um, all right. So, oh, that is just, I can't get over this. Uh, I know. I you told know, you, I, I told you I to was, take a seat. I was so, <laughs> I, I'm glad you did. Cause I was standing. I, I, I just like, uh, you know, went into this today, just so excited that we had a hyphenated name. And just didn't see this coming. Didn't see this Lauren thing coming. Blind I was also side. trying to think. I was trying to think of any. I, I think almost any middle name would have decent flow with with your name with Adam, Katie, Holland. I can't think of one. Maybe one would, syllable would be weird, like Bill. Right, Adam, <laughs> Bill, Kate, and Holland. Yeah, that's like what just what, did you just have a stroke? <laughs> <laughs> You can yeah, throw. Those, you're right, though. Most words were. I, I like like Adam Adirondack, Caden Holland. Just yeah, for, like an old <laughs> any, explorer. Any number of syllables, I think, uh, but but one. I think Doug really nailed it. I think one is is uh, it just comes up too short. And, uh, nobody knows where to go. And I can Doug, what to do. Adam, Adam Doug Caden Holland. Yeah. No, no, see that's terrible. But Douglas, yes. Adam, Adam Douglas Holland sounds like. You're about to become our next president. Yeah, I'm related uh, to Frederick Douglass. Something important is going <laughs> on. Yeah. yeah. Um, what, so what's going on with the uh, Caton dash Holland? Well, I mean, I'll ask, I'll answer that question with the question. What do you think's going on with that? Caton well, that's, that's what is, that's what happens is you, you wonder if it's uh, somebody taking their significant other's name or right. if it's right. somehow came down that there was a hyphen already in, in, with your parents that just came to you. Well, so I don't I always, know which one it would be or how that even works. I see. I see. Yeah. People are, are always kind of 
curious about it. Uh, I always think it's cool when they, someone takes the wife's name on like Jack white took on his, took on Meg white's last name. I always thought that was real cool, but uh, that's not the case for me. <laughs> that's the that's real the story with him. Me. I'm too stoned for that. That, that, that <laughs> Jack thing White. That's not his last name. Jack White of, of the White Stripes fame married Meg White and just was like, "Fuck yeah, I'm taking that name." So they were. <laughs> oh, right. I, I had heard. I had heard multiple stories, but like brother sister, they were married. Like I've heard so many different versions. I think. So I didn't know that that was, well, wow, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah no, they, I, they, they played really, up the brother sister thing. Cause people, they, they like, they liked the mystery. They, they were good at marketing yeah, themselves. But. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I, if you'd asked me right now, if they're a brother sister, I would have said, yes, I didn't know they were husband and wife and that he took, took her name. But uh, now that I'm looking it up though, he did, he did really uh, score in the trade. Cause his previous last name was Shitstain. <laughs> like, and thus the legend was born Old i should have made typing thing. noises right before i said that like i really looked it up <laughs> you should have seen jackie Shitstain play the guitar back around oh Day. i mean he played it so aggressively because he was teased so relentlessly right right it, it Little jackie Shitstain. He'd just, just go in the garage the and build a guitar and then play the shit out of it and then break it and then start building it anymore. <laughs> Yep, that's the story. <laughs> and now he's just Jack Brown. Uh, wait, so did you answer the question? No, not at all. I'm I'm distracted. Oh, that's good. That's good. I I like, I like having it. Let's do like let's make this a suspenseful like a tease yeah. going into our break. I want we'll, yeah. If I can, we'll tease come back the with the answer after the break. break. Some people sure. won't stick around unless they have a really good, uh, you know, unless we tease them with something big. And I think getting the answer to that question is what everybody wants right now. So Why the hyphen? Why yeah. the hyphen? Yeah. When we get back, we're gonna we're gonna find out. We have to, you know, we ha we need this break because it's a little. There's been too much drama. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We're back for more name therapy. Our guest, Adam Lauren Caton Holland, is about to tell us what's going on with that hyphen and Caton Holland. <laughs> yeah. I, and I apologize to the listeners who have just been pacing in circles over the course of that break. I know how hard this <laughs> has been for you. It's tough but, enough to listen to commercials without having this yeah. hang, hanging on their minds. Yeah. You're like, I got Adam. I got Lauren. Now what's the fucking answer? Well, <laughs> the answer is feminism, my friends, because my mother, Linda Caton was a bra burning hippie of the sixties. 
And she married my father, who's a very liberal fellow as well. And, and it was never even an issue. She said, if we're having children, we're hyphenating their last names. And that is that. And my dad had no problem with that because he's cool with that as well. And so me and oh. my sisters were, were Caton Hollins, Caton hyphen Hollins. Linda Caton met John Holland and they squashed their names together. Wow. That's very cool. That's beautiful. Is it? Is it? I, it was the source of a lot of uh, confusion growing up. People think I'm Clayton to start with. So there's many issues <laughs> at play. Right, right. The but dreaded Clayton. I didn't want to, you know, I wanted to really ease into that because we've already discussed in the past, you and I, how people love to throw that L in there and right. change Clayton to Clayton. Right. And I, <laughs> You know, it's a sensitive subject for me. So thank you for yeah. setting light, lightly around it. I, well, I, you know, if I do, it had to come up today, but I was really saving it uh, <laughs> so that uh, you would, it wouldn't, wouldn't have too much time to have a complete breakdown. For sure. But, for sure. Smart. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, so, it's like firing somebody on a Friday. It's yeah. really, really yeah. smart. <laughs> but I almost feel like your name now that I'm hearing all of it is so complicated that people didn't even know what to focus on in, in terms of uh, like teasing you and whatnot. Yeah, you're right about that. But when they found out the middle name was Lauren, they definitely led with that. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that's, but that's great that that mostly remains hidden. Yeah. You didn't have the issue that your predecessors had when they, uh, when their first name was Lauren, I just can't even imagine. I know. I know. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you know, I've heard lots of hyphenated last names growing up, and I bet you guys have as well. And there's been some real terrible combos. I will, I will give it up to my parents. I feel like there's a pretty good cadence to Caden Holland. And when I got older and started playing sports, people would call me Caden Holland, just like by your last name, like you do on a soccer field or something like that. And so I, I, that's when I realized, like, okay, it sounds good still. It's not shitty because sometimes people will just – put any name together and it sounds awful but Caden Holland I like to think has a ring <laughs> yeah I mean I'm having trouble hearing like 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 it's too much to say to it, it like if someone is disappointed in you like if you're on a team sport and they're disappointed in you and they were like you blew it for us Caden Holland it just is <laughs> It's a lot. So it's like, it seems like it, it, when uttered, it would be in a positive manner. Well, you, Doug, you sort of, you're, you take your time when you speak. So you say Kate and Holland, but a, a coach would be like, Kate and Holland, get off the fucking yeah. field. <laughs> right. Then it sounds like he's ordering two people off the field, one named Kate and one named Holland. <laughs> right. And then the girl, Kate, who's on the team for some reason, and the boy whose name is just Holland, both exit and two new subs come on. <laughs> yeah. And it's, uh, you know, it's a classic joke. I'll, I'll um, tell you something about this last name. I, the, the joke everyone would make was, so what if you get married? Like, is she going to just add her name and then you're Kate and Holland, whatever, and like on and on and on. People love to ask that joke. And I, I got married and my wife took my name. She took this burden on. So she's, she's Kate and Holland and our boys are Kate and Holland. Oh, wow. All right. So just, where, what, what are we dealing with here? I mean, uh, we know 
there's no way her first name is Kate. <laughs> it's Katie. <laughs> it's Katie. It's is Katie it really? Yep, hundred percent. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Katie, she's Catherine. Katie. Katie I mean, now Holland. she needs the Holland because Katie Caton is just too cute. Katie Caton sells cosmetics to her friends. Yeah, Katie <laughs> Katie Kate, Katie Caton Holland's a little chill. Yeah, she's, she's best friends with Casey Kasem. She's dressed in pink. <laughs> she wears pink every day. Uh, she, but, she met but, Kate, Casey Kasem by selling cosmetics to his wife. Yeah. <laughs> but Katie Caton Holland, that's still that still sound, could be, you know, a lawyer or something. She's Catherine, but you know, no one calls her sure. that. It's Katie yeah. Caton Holland. Yeah, because uh, Catherine Caton that gets uh, that. Uh, that's got a weird sound to it. Yeah, I agree with that. Her, <laughs> her last name was, was Schluter. She was Katie Schluter, very German. No. That's, who, that's what she was. See, that's why she accepted this, right. uh, both names, is because she needed to ditch that. She was looking to branch out. She, was getting, she, needed, to, she needed to unschloot. And there was never going to be a Kate and Holland Schluter for both of you? No, no. I, <laughs> I, I kind of told the person... I knew whoever I married, I'd be like, look, you can do this if you want. You can keep your name if you want. And then we'll figure out some scenario with the children that you're comfortable with. I never was like trying to put it on the person. Um, but Katie was down. She was down from the jump. Uh, have either of you guys ever had a, a, a Holland Schluter? <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that a drink? <laughs> I I don't know. I was I started. I was gonna say if you you know, had that drink, and then I started thinking, oh, it, that could just be uh, you know an expression for a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, if you're trying not to swear for a while, and you're just like, oh, Holland Schluter. It, it works. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What in the name of Holland Schluter? <laughs> um, so with all this business going on, all these options people had, uh, you know, on the playground when you were young, uh, what kind of nicknames came out of it? I think you mentioned earlier some of the uh, uh, the way people would say Caden Holland, just as your full last name. Yeah, but you know what? People got smart and they just shortened it. And, and people have called me ACH for 30 years people say ACH when they're my, they're my bud. And I think yeah. I love that. I think they're just like, this is too long. We got it. Here's three letters for you. Fuck off. Like we don't have more time for this. So <laughs> did, he, <laughs> did any close friends just even shorten that to, uh, ack? they call you ack. Yeah. <laughs> like, like the, uh, like a Kathy trip. Call back yeah. to the Grolics. <laughs> I was thinking act like you know, they like the aliens in Mars attack. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> they say act, but now I realize they're probably just trying to say attack, but they just can't say they can't they can't their lips can't make T the letter T. So they just there's, end up saying act act. <laughs> there's also some there's some uh, some banking financial term that I'm not I know nothing about money and finance, but it is an ACH. It's like automatic cash something it's like a it's a banking term yes you can't really run with it like as a hashtag for your part of your brand because <laughs> no. people just click on it and just go to something boring right exactly it suddenly you're yeah. like deep down a chase rabbit hole 
<laughs> uh, what about ALCH? Well, that just sounds like a disease or something. Um, ouch. 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 <laughs> Ouch. Ouch, my back. <laughs> That's like something someone would write instead of using a growlitz. Yeah. Let's all start saying ouch when we get hurt. Ouch. I love it. I love it. I love like, uh, you know, Mad Magazine Don Martin, uh, like words for, you know, like just, you know, when something happens, just going sploink or whatever. Totally. I just like making up. Blamp, you know, I just like making up things like that. Um, so it's ACH then ACH now has a AOC changed that in any way or or do you think added uh, to it? No, <laughs> I, I, I think she probably got a was aware I was doing it and realized it was a cool thing to do. For sure. I mean, I, I how could she not? We travel in similar circles. I'm out there. She's out there. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, she was probably influenced a little bit, and that's cool. I like that. That's a good contemporary. <laughs> I mean, she probably spends a lot of time in Denver. <laughs> yep. I Listen, I've played D.C. a number of times, and I, I guarantee she's she's probably heard I was in town or something at some point. What's Have you ever, when you're playing in D.C., have you ever um, – have you ever had a known political, you know, person in the audience? Uh, uh, yeah, I'm not trying to name drop, but Senator John Hickenlooper, the senator from what? Colorado, is a <laughs> is a personal friend of mine. He used to be the mayor in Denver, and uh, I used to write for the Alt Weekly in Denver, and met him back in those days, and we like went to the same college, and now he's like the senator and. I'll text him and shit. It's kind of, I better, better be careful what I write here. Some, a lot of people are reading this. Um, he came to a show in DC. It was somebody else, a congressman, but I don't know who it was. I didn't remember. So uh, yeah, my, my friend, John Hickenlooper came to a show. <laughs> uh, Hickenlooper, correct me if I'm wrong, Colorado. I mean, it feels like his political career is, was, uh, you know, in tandem with the rise in legal weed there. He ran for president very unsuccessfully, wildly unsuccessfully. <laughs> um, but he was, but he's part of the, he was pro uh, legalizing cannabis for in Colorado. Sure, for sure. He was actually like downtown Denver used to be a real shithole. And then back in the day and like late 80s, he opened up an old, beautiful warehouse that used to be, you know, railroad stuff. He opened like the first microbrewery down there called like Wincoop Brewery. And it sort of brought business to the area and then the baseball stadium and blah, blah, blah. But he was a beloved businessman because he's like, hey, this scary part of town, I'm going to sell beer here. And then a million people were like, great idea. We're doing the same. But he was kind of the first to do that. And so that was his claim to fame in Denver. It's like, oh, the beer guy who helped transform downtown. That was then he just climbed from there. To weed. I mean, I don't think he ever had any <laughs> personal stake in it, but I don't think he naysayed it or anything i love it right i mean i don't yeah that's the thing is i don't know exactly which uh you know i don't recall which politicians were specifically behind uh, getting it going there i'm just glad that it happened and i i have a positive association with his name uh Good. for some Good. for some reason <laughs> well it's also just fun to say it, it really is it really there's is an fun. episode there's an episode for you guys <laughs> yeah. i just want to put his name on a hick and loop 
um, <laughs> over and over again, like a TikTok or a reel. Wait, um, Doug, have you ever had politicos come to your shows in DC? I'm curious. Either, either, Doug. Well, I think so. That's why I was I asked because of the fact that uh, it is funny how when you play DC there's certainly people in the audience have to be involved in politics in some way, a lot of them, but they, uh, I, I don't know what it is that uh, like whenever I do crowd work there, it doesn't really seem like, it seems like all the people who live in DC, but don't have anything to do with politics are going out to the comedy clubs. Uh-huh. Um, the best I've ever had was in San Francisco and it wasn't, I don't think it was because it didn't all go down because it was San Francisco because uh, obviously he didn't live and work there, but Al Gore had to sit through uh, <laughs> a set of mine because he because <laughs> he came to the San Francisco punchline to see uh, Dave Chappelle. This was ah. this was years ago. This was years ago, like after Al Gore was no longer uh, in office. Like it was more like inconvenient truth times. The first, yeah, one. yeah. Bearded um, silver fox Al Gore. <laughs> I, I was just excited that he was there. I mean, I wasn't even supposed to go on the show, but uh, when I found out that you know Al Gore was going to be in the audience, I was like, I, you know, can I do a short set? And you know, they got to find, they got to do something, they got to have lots of stuff ready at a Dave Chappelle show because he doesn't go on until he's ready. Right. So you sort of have to just sort of fill the time. I think one time I did like 40 minutes waiting for the thumbs up that Dave was ready, <laughs> um, which is, you know, it's tough for you when you're doing a bit going, is this my last bit? And then you go, yeah, yeah. is this my last bit? Like how much of this is I'm going to have to keep doing? How much shit am I going to have to pull out? Also you know, at you, those, those it, big shows, you know, they want to see the headliner. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. they're oh, like yeah. dying for that person. So yeah. you're like, do they even fucking like me? But <laughs> I've been up here 40 minutes. No, they were dying to watch him for four hours, you know, because it was sure. when he do those all night shows in, in the clubs, which I guess he's, I feel like he's still doing. Um, so how do we get to that? Oh, yeah. Al Gore saw my <laughs> set and I was, you know, I was, I was pleased that I, uh, you know, that, that he had to see it. And I even, you know, made sure that, you know, I got kind of a reaction, uh, you know, from him after the show. I always yeah. try to. I always try to be. The other night, I did a show, and Gene Simmons and his and his wife Shannon Tweed were in the audience with uh, their son. And uh, after my set was over, she went. She went. She got up and went to the bathroom. But we're like, Gene Simmons was sitting. It would be too awkward to go over and say hi or try to get a picture or anything. But when she was coming back from the bathroom, uh, she saw me and you know said, you know, you're funny or something like that. And it's always nice when that happens. I did at the same venue. I did uh, a show where uh, uh, Javier Bardem and Penelope Cruz were, were in the audience with their kids, and the act before me was so filthy that they left. <laughs> oh come oh, on, man! Like, oh my god! I I was so excited that I got to do stand up in front of them. Uh, you know. And uh, <laughs> who do you think uh, is the most uh, is Hickalupa your most famous person that's been in an audience at one of your shows? Or do you have somebody uh, that would top that? I'm trying to think. It's all just friends who happen to become famous after the fact. Like sure, <laughs> they, sure. they were never there for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
uh, just like athletes in Denver blow my mind. Like John Elway was at a show of mine and he's oh. like, yeah, well, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he, you know, he, in Denver, that guy's, you know, yeah, he's shit. so, and he was a big part of my childhood. So it's like, Holy shit, John Elway's in attendance. And of course you just laser in on him. And I, He's like a right winger. You learn these things later that yeah. all your favorite athletes were right wing people. And I was up there just libtarding hard. And I kind of like <laughs> leaned into it anyway. And so it, it didn't really go well. But I, at that point, I was like, I don't want, I don't think I want John Owen to like my Yeah. <laughs> he was fun as a kid. Yeah. Looking up to, you know, guys like that. But yeah, he's not somebody, if he laughs at my jokes, I'm not telling good jokes, I think. I think you're, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, that, that's kind of awesome to bomb in front of uh, <laughs> somebody famous. But I think every time somebody famous has been in the audience in any of my shows, I think it's gone pretty well, you know? And there's, you know, there's nobody in the audience when I did my, uh, uh, what's the college thing called where you go and, Oh, NACA. NACA, NACA. Yeah. yeah, my NACA audition, there was, you know, Joe Coy was there. But that, again, that doesn't count. He became famous way later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I, I bombed those NACA auditions real hard the first time. I remember that for sure. Oh, I just, I did it. I tried it a couple of times, and the first time was awful, and the second time was, just, like, just okay, but it barely got me any college work. Like, most of my college work ended up coming directly from colleges that were just like, you know, more, more liberal and just, you know, wanted us wanted you specifically. Yeah. yeah they I, wanted a guy to come talk about pot. <laughs> those get, those shows helped me bridge the gap between like, you know, part-time comedian and full-time comedian. So I went at it pretty hard for like two years and now I'll go, I'll, I'll go to some city and I'll just be like, Oh yeah, I've been in this airport. I've been at this rental car place. And it's like, for dream. I was like, you were here 12 years ago, driving deep into this state to some shitty college to play for 11 people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at least the, you know, the money stayed the same, no matter how many uh, students turned out. No, for sure. For sure. You know, that, so at least you got that, that going for you. Absolutely. It helped me. It helped me do what I needed to do. But yeah. You'd have to like <laughs> keep to your time and do like a full hour most of the time. And like, half the time they were checked out four jokes in. You're like, all right, this is going to be a fun hour. <laughs> I mean, Terrible. those shows just crowd work. I just, it was yeah. all crowd yeah. work. It's like literally sitting there and interviewing people. I'm like, what's your, it's just the hackiest shit, but <laughs> there's always a check at the end of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially when the crowd's that small, you guys just got to kind of talk to them. But even when they turn, I've played huge auditoriums full of college students. It just sort of, uh, they don't, you know, they, they're just starting to learn. They, they haven't even been to a comedy club yet, you know, so they're just starting to learn uh, how to behave, you know, and a lot of them just sort of sit there quietly. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. for sure. You know, and you can't, they, yeah, it's just there's certain things you can't get into really. I'm not, I'm not one of those comics. Like I don't I jump on that bandwagon of like schools are too progressive now. So you can't, you know, you can't say shit, you know, I feel like uh, college audiences are just, just tough. Have been tough always. I think you're totally Cause, right. I think cause they're, they're always they're... a bunch of people sitting there trying to figure out what the fuck they're doing with their lives while, you know, so 
you know, being weird about what you're doing is par for the course. Yeah. And then they're, <laughs> they're self-conscious about like laughing at this thing or that thing. Cause they want to be seen as cool to the others. And it's in a cafeteria and it's brightly lit and they're a hundred yards away. It's like, and all the things could, are terrible conspiring against you. I, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I don't think it's because you're too raw to, to, for the college kids to handle it. Right. No. Cause uh, you, you just never know what's going to set somebody off. And if that person's good at writing a letter or talking to the right person, then, you know, it creates a little shit storm, you know, yep, uh, for sure. but I never had any serious is- issues in terms of like, you know, but a place could be like, we're not going to pay you, you know, turn off the microphone on you and say, they're not going to pay you. <laughs> you know, if you like, cause some, there was definitely a lot of schools that were like, you know, Hey, you know, keep it PG 13. And I'd be like, all right, well, you know, that means I can say fuck once. <laughs> <laughs> and I they never, they never know once. that. You know? <laughs> they never show know my that. boobs. Cause that's also the standard is just, just no F bombs is what they say. And I'm like, all right, you, you really, don't understand that there's worse words than the F bomb. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not even in the top 10 worst words probably. Um, but here's the most important question that we okay. ask all of our guests, you know, time permitting, uh, ACH. Tell us about the Dougs that you've known. Hmm, man. Oh boy. I got a good one for you. Okay. The first one that comes to mind is I went to college at uh, Wesleyan University. And the first two years of school, I was a a depressed uh, screw up. And I I just vandalized all the time with my friends. We would get drunk. We would break shit. We were bad, self-righteous little assholes. And I thrived on it. I loved breaking stuff. And one night I went kind of nuts and broke a lot of stuff. And I learned later I was very depressed and was acting out in a wildly inappropriate way. Therapy, therapy, therapy. I'm fine. But uh, one night I went really wild and I broke a big window on one of the old pretty buildings on campus. And I got caught in the act by public safety. And the guy caught me and he's like, why are you breaking the president of the university's office window? And I was like, oh, God, I really, truly didn't know. And they were like, yeah, right. And they thought I was making a political statement. And that guy, it was President Doug Bennett. <laughs> um, and, and Doug Bennett then loomed over me because I got into, a, into so much trouble. And I, I tried to apologize to Doug Bennett through a letter and explain I didn't know it was his office window. He was having none of it. He was like, the point is, why'd you do it? Accountability, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, so yeah, Doug Bennett and everyone thought I was like kind of a badass for doing it. And I was like, I'm just like breaking stuff and kind of lost. Uh, but <laughs> I was like, I was linked with Doug president of the university, Doug Bennett as like, I was the guy that was trying to take him down <laughs> and I, and I, and I wasn't at all. I was just hit the wrong window. Um, but yeah, so Doug Bennett is the first one that comes to mind. Uh, wait, wait, so you, you did think it was somebody else's window? No, it was just like in my war path. Honestly, like if you had, <laughs> if you had done a cartoon drawing, you'd just see all the things that I broke. It was like, that just happened to be in the direction between where I was at and the way to my dorm. And I just kind of 
pick the most, the worst window I could have picked. I just happened oh, to, pick, to smash. And, uh, and it was the president's office, you know, cause now they're thinking I'm like an activist and I'm like, try, I'm, I've got some statement and am I a threat to the campus and all this shit? <laughs> it was more just like, I'm just howling at the moon like an idiot, but it turned into a whole, whole thing. Did law enforcement get involved? Well, public safety was like the on-campus law enforcement. Oh, okay. And they, they called the Middletown police and they were like, it was clear to them. They're like, this is, this is your problem. This is not a real problem. We got, we have real problems. Um, but so no, it was an in-house police. I love, I love that they called them though. That's so funny. <laughs> I know I, when they showed up, I was like, what is this is going from bad to worse. But then they were like, we got real problems downtown, but yeah, this guy seems like you got it under control. <laughs> Yeah. So what was the, the punishment then is lo lots of detention or that kind of thing? Well, at the time I was, it was towards the end of the school year and I, they deemed me like a threat to the campus and I, and I, they put me on the, uh, interim suspension, which meant I had to get off campus. So I had to move into like an off campus house and live with these like hockey goons who were like, we got a house and you're our new hero. Come on in. Um, <laughs> And then I bet I you some of them, some of them were probably named Doug. Yeah. <laughs> it was a house of six <laughs> hockey Dougs. Uh, yeah. And I mean, I, I, they wouldn't let me take my finals. So all my grades plummeted. I couldn't like go to class and I was uh, on suspension for the rest of my time. I was there. I had to do tons of hours of community service and go to mandatory therapy and pay all the damage. It was a whole, it was a big deal. Oh my God. Yeah, pay all the damage. Did you did you have like a income at the time? No, no. I went home that summer and worked it off basically. Like I wow. did community service. I did community service hours. Went to the shrink because I had to, and then I worked and like all that money went back to Wesleyan University. <laughs> it wasn't a it wasn't a good time for me. So the main Doug in my life. <laughs> that guy it takes me wow. takes me to a bad place yeah yeah he's like your he's like a villain like dean wormer i'm picturing right right you know except you gotta you gotta accept that college students are gonna rebel a little bit right and even it's only natural they don't mean to it's only natural <laughs> i was just yeah I, I was just having fun but yeah that's well, my first first probably and no other real dugs come to mind Whoa. Oh, well, that's, uh, you know, that's a big one. Like I, I would think, uh, you know, all the other Dougs would just, uh, be lurking in, in Doug Bennett's shadow in your, uh, <laughs> in your psyche. Um, but you now, know, of course, yes. Sorry. I'm sorry. That, that Doug Bennett, he's, he's since passed away. His oh. son, his son, Michael Bennett is the other Colorado U S Senator with John Hickenlooper. Oh, so this whoa. is, there's, it's 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 Michael Bennett, Doug Bennett's son, and John Hickenlooper are the two senators for Colorado. And, and that is Michael Bennett. Up. Michael Bennett has never been to a show of mine, nor do I have his number. <laughs> if anybody out there can get Michael Bennett to a to a show, that'd be that'd be delightful. I think he'd like my stuff. I'm sorry about everything with your dad. It was not about him at all. It was shit I was going through. Yeah. And it's just, uh, that's the thing is, uh, uh, 
teenage vandalism is just sort of like, you know, just going to happen because, because it's just, there's too much, you know, and, and, and I'd rather you break a window than go, you know, do something to a, to a person or something, you know, for sure. For sure. I was, I targeted inanimate objects and I, I wrote no manifestos. I was just, uh, just breaking <laughs> shit. Not one, not one man. Nah. I mean, I wrote some <laughs> bad poetry and stuff, a, a bad screenplay, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but no, no manifestos. I was like, uh, I don't know why we had a yearbook, but I was hanging out with a friend of mine, uh, you know, late at night on a college campus, like we were like stayed late for like rehearsals for something and nobody was around. And there's like this big grass field next to the biology building. And uh, I was looking for his picture in the uh, yearbook and he was like, Oh, I hate that picture. And before I could get to that page, he like took the yearbook out of my hand and started running with it. And <laughs> I forget if it was anybody else besides me, but it was le- at least me, maybe somebody else we were like chasing him across the grass and he got close enough to the building that he thought he could just chuck this heavy book up to the roof. So he just hurls it. And of course it just goes right through the window. Oh no. And, and we, we never got caught. We just (laughs) broke the window and ran off. We just took off and uh, you know, nothing ever came of it, but it was like, uh, you know, at the time, you know, it's one of those things, like, especially if it's a movie or TV show, you know, it's all about like the next day you're at school, just spending the whole day waiting, waiting to have some, yeah. like a, like a oh, hand dude. land on your shoulder and be like, come to the office with me. You know, like, yeah. I know that feeling very well. Like, I know yeah. that feeling very well. Like there's going to be some sort of, something's going to give us away, you know, but we're not going to, we're not going to volunteer that, that we did it. I mean, in my case, I didn't even do it. So I didn't really have anything to confess to, but it was still, uh, it's still funny that we got away with it. And it must've been like somebody else's yearbook. Cause you'd think that that would have been a trail back to us if it had belonged to one of us. What was, um, what was going on in that photo that your friend could not allow you to see it that <laughs> intensely. He just, hate, he just hated it. Like vanity or something. I don't know what it, what it was. Cause <laughs> I don't even remember if I ever like looked at the picture. I think like, you know, we were in the drama department, so I feel like he got some, you know, some undue uh, remarks from other students uh, about his masculinity. So I, I feel like it's a picture of him, like, you know, standing, not the most masculine pose or something. Sure, sure. And he'd, and he'd had enough. Yeah, yeah. You know, and was in the closet. So, like, that's frustrating. Got it, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> Uh, wow. I think we're almost out of time. This has really flown by. Uh, yeah. We always ask about uh, uh, names, your name and the people in your life that have your name. Did you have Adams played a big role in your life at all? Um, you know, I've no, there's always been other Adams. I've never been the only Adam. Um, and I'm trying to think if I have any buddies named Adam currently. No, I think, I think, you know, instinctually when you meet another Adam, you're kind of like, well, it's you or me, buddy. I don't think I'm keeping you around. <laughs> um, I mean, you yeah, guys, you teamed that's up how for Doug's a podcast. Are. Yeah, we teamed up, but you know, that's just cause you know, just out of frustration, uh, <laughs> that we have the same dumb name. Um, 
but uh you know that's it's worked out okay for us in terms of like you know as we discussed on the show a few times before there's other comedians named doug but there's not you know there's not a shit ton of them right Uh, right. so so it works out okay Uh, as you and i discussed doug there's adam clayton bass player for you too there's adam clayton powell congressman out of new york these men have my name but not and make everyone think that my name is Adam Clayton. So they, those have also been similar adversarial Adams um, that I've <laughs> yeah. had in my life throughout my entire life. Never met them, and if I do, I, I'd probably tell them all the all the pain they've caused me. I don't think I've ever had an adversarial Doug. I mean, there's certainly been some Dougs I'm you know not interested in, but I don't uh, I don't think I've ever had like a real like. Your own Doug Bennett enemy situation or yeah. Or like somebody like that. Like, I don't think anybody that was, uh, you know, an authority figure was also named Doug, but I, you know, could have missed it also. Cause sometimes, you know, we don't, we don't deal with, uh, you know, first names that much sometimes in like law enforcement and, and, uh, and school principals and stuff, you know, well, you guys don't know where this podcast is going. I mean, one of you could start (laughs) stealing, patreon money or something and this really gets <laughs> nasty <laughs> just saying i'm just saying it's a fluid situation well what would you like to uh, uh promote about yourself uh, adam kate and holland before we go uh well thanks for having me on this was actually this is so much fun um i got a podcast called the grolic saves the world with my buddies and we do passive aggressive self-help challenges every episode uh, to try to better the world around us. And it's, it's a lot of fun and it's growing. So if you're into pods and looking for one, the Grolic saves the world might just be up your alley. And it's, does the uh, Grolics have a Twitter account? Yeah. It's at Grolics comedy, G R A W L I X Grolics comedy. Um, C O M E D Y. The traditional, the traditional, traditional spelling comedy spelling. Couldn't figure out a way to get a Z in there or something, uh, or, <laughs> or, or, or an X. Uh, well, thank you for being here. Yeah, and, man. And Doug, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Oh, uh, just grab one of my many albums that have the words fart safari in it. You'll have a good time. Yep. There's the original <laughs> and then uh, sequels. <laughs> Uh, Far harder. The whole deal. Uh, my Doug plugs are the following. Douglas Movies is going to be at Dynasty Typewriter in Los Angeles this Sunday at 420. And then I'm doing stand-up at the Improv in Irvine, California on Wednesday, August 24th. And Adam, we always come up with a, um, you know, like a punny title that uh, has something to do with the name of our guest or something about the guest. And I was thinking, I thought of something because of the last name Holland, which we didn't get into, uh, you know, how Dutch sounding. Oh God, I got a whole story about Holland. Name. We'll have to, we'll have to come back. There's a whole, we'll have to, yeah, we'll have to do a follow up. We'll have a follow up visit at some point, but for cool. now, and yeah. as always, this has been double Dutch Doug. <laughs> Got it?